The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And good Sunday morning to everyone out there. Thank you so much for making us part of your weekend. I am Chris Creston, and this is Your Life, Your Money here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is a show where we talk about your life and your money, how those two things intersect. And uh, hey, you wouldn't be listening to a show about money if it was just me hosting it. I'm Chris, the talking guy, right? We're here with Chris, with Kelvin, the money guy. And that's the reason why you're all tuned in right now, because Kelvin is one of the top financial advisors in the country. And don't forget, you can reach him anytime by visiting his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And you can call him anytime at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Don't worry if you didn't get a chance to write that down. I'll probably be saying it about a million times throughout the rest of the hour. So without further ado, we should get to Kelvin, the money guy. Kelvin, how are you doing today? Hey, Chris. Good morning. How are you? Great. You know what? Hey, the weather is is great this weekend. <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, hey, what what can I say? It's been nothing but warm and sunny businesses are, who yeah. are only allowed to have their patios open. The patios are, are really busy. I've yep. seen lineups for restaurants this weekend. So that's got to be good for a lot of people's bottom line who are struggling really hard I right know. now. I hear you. Geez, what a difference. Eh? Last Monday, Monday went by when I got up, there was snow on the ground. It was like Christmas. And look at it today. Eh? It's, yeah, like it's, true. it's like summer in fact, we're going golfing <laughs> again today. So, oh, terrific. Unbelievable, eh? Yeah, no, seriously. And uh, maybe, maybe a little bit of a tease for all of us because it is going to be cold again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Winter is coming, as uh, the yeah. Game of Thrones reminded us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, wow, what a week it's been, eh? Election over. Yeah. Markets yeah, over after <laughs> after what you know they they voted on Tuesday. It's now uh, Sunday, some point uh, yesterday yeah. morning. Yeah. The uh, yeah. the announcement came down that uh, Joe Biden is the uh, president elect. You know, uh, assuming none of the Trump's lawsuits or anything make a difference. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, it really does sort of beg the question. I think for a lot of people. What does this result mean for their bottom line? What's it mean for right. the economy here in Canada? And what's it mean for your investments in the business that you're, that you're in? Mm-hmm. So when, when we track back to all the elections you know, over the last 40 years, elections really, um, it, you know, after a year or so into their presidency, it really doesn't matter. What matters is the Fed, the Federal Reserve. So Powell's going to remain the same. They're not going to change him. Um, so that's what's really important for our money. Now, the perfect storm happened. If when we read through and I talk to fund managers and I listen to conference calls, what's happened is a Democratic clean sweep would have been the biggest problem for us because they control the House, the Senate, everything, right? This is the perfect storm. So what happens is the Senate's controlled by the rep, by the um, Republicans. So all the things that uh, Biden was being pushed to do, for example, um, you know, he wanted to increase corporate tax and personal taxes. He wanted to have tough regulations and capital gains. It's not going to happen. So 
all the stuff that the bad things he wanted to do won't be allowed. So, so it's a positive thing for the stock market. Um, so when we look at uh, the markets, you know, don't like uncertainty. That's why we found last week, uh, not last week, but the week before, the markets were down 7%. The biggest drop was uh, since June was October 28th. The Dow fell like 900 points. And fast forward to this week, we're up uh, the um, the TS the the Dow is up seven and the Nasdaq's up nine. So what a reversal! It's like the weather, like I said, snow on Monday, summer on Friday, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I guess you know we talked about in a past show that during an election period, the market starts reacting to everything that the candidates are saying. So just having some certainty going forward. Right. They've, they've got some predictability investors and have some predictability ahead of what's coming up. And like you said, mm-hmm. with the Senate in the control of the Republicans, likely they're sort of like Biden's going to have to make deals to get anything done. Yeah. And as a result, his hands are tied from doing anything extreme. And, and, you know, he's been in politics, they say. I mean, Trump makes fun of him for 47 years and he hasn't done anything. Well, maybe now that experience is going to help him to make a transition and help do things that the world was missing. So it'll be a peaceful world. We'll have a lot of problems, hopefully, anymore. As far as the markets to relate, like you said, the uh, election results of the stock markets, you know, we've just come off the best quarter in the S&P since 1998. It's up 20%. Similarly, in the NASDAQ since 1999, it's up about 29%. So as far as the stock markets go, if you take a long-term approach, 5, 10, 15 years out, you're going to do really well. You know, think about this for a second. Before the pandemic, the, um, the, the highest point of the Dow Jones was 29,500. Today, it's sitting at 28,300. So, you know, we're 1,200 points away from getting to the all-time height. So what it tells us is things are okay. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do well with our money. We're gonna retire in comfort. Just because the last six seven months took us down, we're back to where we were. In fact, the year to date for the Dow is up almost three percent. So we're our money's looking good. In March it didn't look so. In April, I don't know if you remember March April when we did our shows. It was like man, yeah. the world was gonna end, right? Right, and you know, you were saying you had you know clients. You you were you were touching base with all your clients on a regular mm-hmm. basis, yeah, and sort of reassuring them, making the necessary changes that needed to be made. But it was sort of a, a scary time for a lot of people mm-hmm. because a lot of us haven't been through that kind of uncertainty before. Yeah, yeah. and you know, it gave us financial advisors, some of us, anyways, a way to change our business, to get in touch more with our clients, handhold them through all of this stuff, and you know, and. And I'm still doing it, and I think I'm going to not think I'm going to continue doing it for a long time because it's a great way. It's a great way to deal with people. It's a great way to handhold them to reassure them that everything will be okay. Think about this for a second. The Dow Jones is about to hit another milestone. You know, it hits ten thousand. You know, twenty thousand. We're about to hit thirty thousand. We're sixteen hundred points, sixteen hundred and seventy-seven points away from thirty thousand. And to put that into perspective, it's a huge, like it's a huge thing that's going to happen. So be ready for when that wave happens, when we get into the new way of investing money, the new way of doing things. So people that are listening should um, get their get their their money in order 
to take advantage of what's going to happen. A lot of good things are going to come out of this uh, out of this election for us as people, and I think for the stock market. So be ready for things like that. You know, as a guy who is sort of uh, on, and not to get too political, but yeah. as a guy who's sort of on a like small L libertarian part of the yeah. uh, political spectrum, I sort of I. I looked at where the Republican Party was headed and saw, you know, more spending, more increase to the size and cost of government. And to me, despite any good things happening in the economy, I felt like that was on a road to ruin. And of course, the Democrats are going to continue growing the size and cost of government. And with the pandemic, that's natural to happen. We look in Ontario and, you know, fiscally conservative Doug Ford is spending record amounts in his budget. But I think a recalibration of the political spectrum in the United States where the Republicans find themselves as the fiscal watchdog and as the fiscal Jiminy Cricket for (laughs) President Biden, maybe there's going to be a, a more responsibility found on the the right wing of the political government for that sort of thing. They'll find themselves and find that old place that they used to have. That's, you know, fingers crossed what I'm hoping for, because if the Republicans aren't looking out for fiscal responsibility and smaller government, then no one else is. You know, it's not like all of a sudden the the Democrats are going to, that's going to be their goal because, you know, you know, that that's just not what their priority is. Yeah. Their priority is growing government to help people. And if the if the Republicans aren't there saying, whoa, whoa, hold down, hold on, right. slow that down, then it's just going to if both parties are both just trying to grow the size of government, it'll be out of control. So I think that's yeah. probably pretty good for the future of the economy as well. Well, when you think about it, the, the U.S. deficit is three point one trillion dollars, trillion Right. That's a lot. <laughs> and, you know, they say, you know what a billion dollars is. They say if you had a billion dollars and you spent a thousand dollars a day since the time Jesus Christ was born, you'd still have a whole lot of money left over. And they're three point <laughs> one trillion dollars in debt. Now, luckily, Trump gave uh, corporate uh, the corporate world and personal income tax. He gave about one point five trillion dollars in tax cuts. So that is going to remain. So that's going to help us to get out. That's going to help them to get out of it. Um, the Biden win is good for Can. It's good for actually the global market, and it's good for Canada, because Canada is a smaller, you know, free, uh, economically free country, and he likes that kind of stuff. He'll be more friendly to the global world, so the global markets should do well. So I always say to people, um, you know, when you invest your money. Make sure you have a third Canada, a third U.S., a third global. So maybe as a, on a go forward into next year, I don't know, but maybe next year, maybe we want to adjust our portfolios and maybe take a bigger uh, part in the global markets and, you know, go from there. So maybe after the break, we can touch on those kind of things, you know. We'll talk about that and more about how you can prepare your portfolio and financial plan for the unexpected as you know, we got the U.S. election results. What can we expect and how can you adjust and pivot for the changing economic world? All of that and more coming up with Kelvin, the money guy here on Your Life, Your Money on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And thank you for making us part of your Sunday. I'm Chris Creston, and I'm here with Kelvin, the money guy. Kelvin is one of the top financial advisors in the country, and you can always get in touch with him at askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And his number to reach him privately is 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And we're talking today about, uh, you know, amongst other things, the uh, result of the U.S. election, how you can prepare your portfolio and financial plan for the unexpected. And, you know, there have been sort of a, a week of people, you know, waiting and watching yeah. and uh, refreshing things and wa- watching the cable news channels just spin <laughs> their wheels on, on the same information over and over again. Here's yeah. where Pittsburgh is. And that's where it was. <laughs> that's where it's been the whole time. Yeah. But uh, ba- basically, uh, now that there has been a result, we can start to sort of make a little bit of uh, a-, a little bit more educated decisions about the kinds of places that we're putting our money and what we can do moving forward. And you know, thinking about those election results, you were saying how likely this uh, result of uh, President-elect Biden is going to be good for global markets. Yeah, I, I mean, when we look, when I look back to Obama years and Trump years, so in the Obama years, guess what the worst two performing sectors were? financials and energy in the trump years guess what was the worst two performance sectors financials and energy really so yeah so it's you know we need to we need to live our lives forward and live our money life backwards for example plan out your life you know go have a great life and 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 save for that rainy day you know save for like i always say plan out your your money future and it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be just for retirement. It could be for anything, you know, whatever you want to buy. Christmas is coming. You want to buy a big TV, plan it out between now and then. How am I going to pay for it? How am I going to buy it and then pay for it or whatever, whatever falls into what you do? So have a long-term uh, approach to your money. Yes, everything is going to be volatile. But if you're prepared for that, you'll be, you'll be okay. So make sure you have a diverse portfolio in place and stick to your longer term strategy. And, you know, don't just invest your money for one election cycle. Like, right. Who cares, right? And, and you know, if, if they don't like Biden, well, in four years, guess what? He's gone. It's like Trump. They didn't like Trump. Four years, he's out of there. So who cares, right? Right, and exactly. And so things will change. Things are constantly changing. And that's sort of the one thing that will never change is the fact that things are changing. And yeah. and basically, the you've got to be in a good position to pivot and change with those changes. Exactly. So people need to think, you know, think structurally, you know, think about you. You know, don't worry about everything else. Like I always, you know, that analogy when you're in an airplane, if we get back to an airplane, right. and, the, and the thing falls, the mass falls, what do they tell you? Mm-hmm. They hey, they say, put that on yourself before you help First. someone else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So take the same approach with your money and with your life, and everything will be cool. 
right? So, you know, when I say things structurally, I always say there's these things we need to do. I call it the three L. We need liquidity, longevity, and legacy. We've all figured out since the pandemic, we need some liquidity because who knew people were going to get laid off just like that? Who knew you're going to work at home? Who knew a lot of things that we know now? We didn't know, right? You know, a day before they locked everything down and closed the businesses and uh, Mm -hmm. started the the lockdown, and I thought there was no way that that could happen. I really thought in my mind that there was no no mechanism for that to happen <laughs> in in a free world, but it, it and it happened, and you know it, it needed to happen. But now moving forward, obviously there's uh, questions about what the next steps should be. But you've sort of got to be able to plan for some unexpected things right. because on a smaller scale, even if it wasn't a global pandemic, it could be something that affected your business and the office yeah. closed down, or it could be something where you know your business just uh, does isn't as successful as they thought they were going to be. And they look around, they lay someone off and that's yeah. where you need a little bit of, like you said, liquidity. Liquidity. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I mean. Like uh, I, don't, I remember I, I did a two minute, talk with yourself and Kelly one morning about the, about this, actually. Maybe have some liquidity. Maybe use your RSP or something during that time. So now we know on a go forward, we need to have some money either in a line of credit or somewhere we have quick access to the money without jeopardizing our, you know, our long-term goals, right? So we need some liquidity. We also need longevity. The average First, the average guy, I guess, is going to live till 84, I think it is, 83, 84. A couple that's in their 50s today, one of those spouse will live till about 93. So we're going to live a long time, man. So we better make sure when we invest our money that we invest for a long time because we don't want to outlive our money. So we got to make sure that the things that we do are safe, don't take a lot of risk, but reevaluate your portfolio for a, for a longer period. Remember a long time ago, you, you retired when you were 60 and you're dead when you're 65. So right. you don't have to plan for a long time. Now people are starting their careers when they're 60. Right. Also, we're into that longevity thing. Um, so make sure you have a diverse portfolio, like I say. Make sure you have enough equities and so on. And there's certain rules when it comes to investing. Take 100 minus your age, and that's where your your equity portion should be or your risk level should be. So lots of little things. It's always, you know, Chris, I always, what I've noticed is it's always the little things that uh, makes us get where we want to get to. It's never the big things, you know? It's not some big move that's going to change everything. It's those little structural things that we have that mm-hmm. make sure that we're, you know, structurally sound going forward. Yeah, people like myself, we're, we're really not financial advisors, you know. We're really money coaches. We really coach you along with your money and what you should do. You go and work and do what you do well and let us coach you along with what you do. So the what we've learned is, or what I've learned, is that during this pandemic, we are not just only financial advisors, but I think we're more like therapists sometimes because people are dying to speak to somebody other than their spouse and their kids. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I've noticed. Uh, every time I make calls to clients, we talk more about the world than anything else. So the next part of the 3L is the legacy strategy. 
So I'm going to live. I want to pass on money to my kids or my grandkids. How am I going to do it? What are the things with necessary steps do I have to take? Should I buy myself a big life insurance so that when I do die, the money goes to my kids or whatever? Um, you know, do I, what kind of tax planning should I do right now? In fact, tax planning is a big deal now. So we're almost at the end of the year. I can't believe we are, right, for the 8th of November. Wasn't it just March? Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so a lot of people now that have money outside their RSPs and outside their TFSAs, maybe they want to take a look at their funds and maybe sell something that hasn't done as well and take a, a, a paper loss right now and wait about a month or so and buy back into the markets. Like I say, we're... 1,600 points away from 30,000 in the Dow, which is huge. So we know in 2021, maybe even before we hit 2021, it's going to hit uh, 30,000. So it's only telling us there's a lot of opportunities out there for us. But we need to sit down with our advisor and figure it out. If you don't have an advisor, call me, right? Don't wait till, uh, don't wait till January and all that kind of stuff. Do your planning today. Think forward. Like I say, think think six months ahead of yourself, and you'll be totally good. So, right, and that's uh, when you do want to give Kelvin a call, the number to reach him, I should throw this out right now, is 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Sorry to interrupt you. I just thought, you know, if people are uh, <laughs> looking for that number, there it is, 416 to six. If you don't have an advisor or, uh, hey, you want a second opinion, he's a guy to call. Yeah, and, and one of the things that I always try and say is, you know, plan strategically. Don't just, don't just have a, you know, plan, blah, 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 whatever. Like, have, like, do it really strategically. You know, manage your equity risk, you know, in your, in your portfolio. Trim some stocks if you if you want to, and now is a great time to do it because we're heading into the into the new year or the end of the year. Um, and and you know, saying that, I don't mean to make huge, large changes in your portfolio, um, but kind of sit back and have a look and see how your funds are made up. What do I have in there? Am I totally technology stuff? Am I totally oil and gas? Like where am I? And don't let your emotions take over. And I think that's why you want to use an, an advisor is because we take away the emotions from what you do. Right? And I think a lot of people and, and I you know, hang this on young people a lot and specifically young men tend to like to invest in things because I, you know, I look at people who are my age in their mid thirties and I, and they tend to vote uh, to invest in things that they understand or mm-hmm. that they are excited about. And when you're mm-hmm. you know, passionate about something, you're not going to pull the trigger to sell it. <laughs> That's right. When, yeah. Because you think, well, no, no, because, you know, these cannabis stocks will come back. You know, like yeah. th- these things, this electric car stock is going to come back. Like if it, you, if there is a time to sell, an objective advisor is going to know yeah. when the time is and versus you who is excited about it and passionate about it and wants it to succeed really, really <laughs> badly. But you don't want some stock or some company to succeed 
at your detriment. You don't want to you don't want to be the loser in it because someone else is going to get rich off of it. Your goal is to get rich off of something that uh, is whether it is, you know, uh, something that you are excited about or something that you know nothing about. That's why you've got an objective advisor on your side. Well, it's funny you say that because in the last week I met two uh, two potential clients, right? Referrals that came to see me. Anyhow, they're in their 30s. 30, I think it's one guy's 30. The other couple was like 35 or close to 40. So exactly what you just said. They they want to buy Tesla. They go to Questrade and Wealthsimple and they think, oh, they're going to save mm-hmm. all these fees and they want to buy all these stocks and Tesla. They're looking at future things. And they you know what? Go do what you want to do, Right. Um, and you'll you'll probably come back and see me when you're in when you're in your late in your mid forties because when you're in your twenties and your thirties like you said you you know everything and it and then when you hit forty forty five you think oh my god I lost all my money I better I better go see somebody so if you blend the old ways like my way with the new ways you'll do very well you know the bull market will come back again I mean we took a little dip there. Um, but now with this election over and a lot of now we can focus in on, on the markets on our money and paying down debt and doing all this kind of stuff. We don't tune into CNN anymore or Fox anymore. We'd be living our lives and watching an old fashioned movie and carrying on. So what we need to do is look at look at our behavior. Look at how we felt in March and April. How, how did we feel? And if you if you had anxieties about your money, maybe retool so maybe so after the the break we'll i'll talk about how to hedge your portfolio against these kind of things the second wave terrific that's coming up here on your life your money you can reach out to kelvin anytime on his cell phone 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN and don't forget his website is askkelvin.ca that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n talking about hedging not in your garden but in your portfolio coming up next on your life your money here with kelvin the money guy on global news radio 640 toronto you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And thank you for making us part of your weekend. We really appreciate it. And I am Chris Creston, and Kelvin the Money Guy is here as well. He's the reason why you're listening to the show. He's one of the top financial advisors in the country and he's an overall nice guy and a pretty good guy to have on your side so uh whether you give him a call or you're just uh listening and getting some advice on the air thank you so much for uh for making us part of your weekend askkelvin.ca is his website that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n.ca and his cell phone number is 416-457-7526 you heard the big voice guy throwing out the uh phone number to reach us live on the air as well so please feel free to do that as well because uh you can always add and contribute something to the show and if you've got a question uh that you'd like to ask 
I'm sure someone else probably has a same or a similar question burning and they uh, aren't uh, picking up the phone. So please feel free if you want to ask Kelvin a question live on the air to give us a ring. We've been talking this hour about ways to you know, make sure that you're prepared and your portfolio is prepared for the unexpected. And a lot of people sort of sitting on pins and needles over the last week trying to mm-hmm. um, wait and find out who the president-elect or the next president was going to be of the United States. And so as a result, a lot of things were up in the air and people weren't quite sure what they were going to do. Now we know uh, that uh, uh, barring some unforeseen circumstances, uh, Joe Biden is going to be inaugurated as president of the United States. And we're talking about ways that, you know, even if it's not something as big as an election, there are changes and things that can happen in your life and in your in the markets that could affect your money. And one of the ways that you hear people talking about uh, a strategy is hedging hedging what what is hedging kelvin <laughs> so hedging is making sure that you you have a lot of stuff in, in your in your portfolios so that if the markets think of it as like a barbell approach so think of you investing your money as a barbell right you you lift a lot of weights you look like you <laughs> Right. <laughs> not not that heavy ones though. They're, I got some 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 barbells, some dumbbells in my house, but they're not that heavy. <laughs> so look for funds that pay dividends. So you're getting paid to wait. You're getting a dividend paid out to you. It gets reinvested. So when the markets go up and down, teeter totter, the dividends are buying you uh, shares in whatever you may invest in. So in the long run, you're going to win out. Now one of the problems. With hedging is, unfortunately, history tells us that the quest for the perfect hedge may be a wild goose chase. Because sometimes what we do is we we overthink things. And we, for example, I have a friend of mine, a colleague, actually, he decided to sell all his equities the day before the election. And I said, well, why are you doing that, man? Well, he figures the markets are going to tumble down no matter who wins, and he'll jump back in. Well, guess what? He made a big mistake because he ended up being behind the game rather than ahead. So when you hedge your money, don't pull in and pull out. Don't invest your money like you're taking the subway in and out, in and, you know, get in, get in, get out, get in. Have a strategic plan for yourself. Um, and when I say hedging, you know, have a bit of everything. Have some bonds, have some fixed income, have some equities, depending on your age. You know, you take 100 minus your age. If you're 50 years old, 50% of your money should be in equities. The balance should be in, you know, bonds, dividends, things like that. So if the markets tumble down, you're okay. If the markets go up, you're, all, you're good also. So don't sacrifice too much upside to protect against temporary losses. And, and the last two weeks is a good indication of why we shouldn't do that. Because one week we're down seven, the next week we're up seven. If you have money sitting around, maybe you strategically want to put money in now. You know, typically before the pandemic, we always had rallies in the markets. We always have downtimes in October because people do tax loss selling. Then in November, we have Thanksgiving coming in the U.S. And people spend, you know, Black Friday, we spend a lot of money. And then after that, we have Christmas. 
So we spend a lot of money. So people are spending money. So we typically have a Christmas rally. So if you have money laying around, maybe now's the time to put some in. Um, but again, you have to be very strategic about it. You have to keep in mind if Trump contests the election, um, what will the market do? Well, we know it'll be very volatile because, again, he's going to add uncertainty into what we do. So that might be an opportunity for people because we know the markets will artificially go down. So I think you really got to think, like I say, think forward with what you're doing. And when I say take a barbell approach to your money, on one hand, you want to stay invested and have exposure to risk assets, and you want to buy in the dips. We've been constantly saying that over the COVID crisis, you know, take advantage of the, of the, the, the dips. Buy now and hang on. Look at the global recovery that's probably going to happen because Biden wins. So we know we want some more global exposure. On the other hand of the barbell, we want to hedge, we have to hedge against key risk, like the second wave. We already finished the U.S. election, so now we kind of know. We really don't know what we know. So we know that, that you know, geopolitical tensions and deglobalization is going to happen. So we want to have some defensive stuff. We want to have maybe some gold, uh, like I said, dividend stocks, and maybe some quality corporate bonds, you know, company bonds, government bonds maybe. I don't know. So that's the approach I think you want to take on a go forward. So we want to take some risk. We want to take away some of the risk by looking at some of those kind of things that they talked about. So always look for dividend paying stuff in your investment. And, you know, when when you're talking about taking some risk, but taking having some protection, you know, is there more emphasis at a time like right now on making sure that there is something that sort of protects your your principle and making sure that you do have some you know, some things in there that are you know obviously you need some risk to have some growth it's yeah. not going to happen yeah. you're not going to you're not going to you know, the safest place to put your money is under your mattress and you're going to lose it there <laughs> because of inflation, inflation. so uh, you're the you're going to need to take some risk but there are ways to protect that principle before uh you lose it and uh, you know the, the music is playing so it is uh, time for me to shut up and uh, get to a break but we'll continue this conversation as your life your money continues here on global news radio i'll throw out the numbers if you want to give kelvin a call on the air it's 416-870-6400 that's 416-870-6400 and the website for kelvin is is askkelvin.ca. That's ask k e l v i n dot ca. More of your life, your money, continuing here on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to the show. I am Chris Creston. I'm the talking guy. You want to hear from the money guy. That's Kelvin, the money guy. And you can uh, reach him anytime by giving him a call at 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan, and you can visit his web- website askkelvin.ca. That's ask k e l v i n dot 
CA, and we were talking about you know, making sure that your portfolio is prepared for the unexpected and prepared for some changes in navigating those things. And I asked you before the break, Kelvin, about you know, making sure that your principal is protected as you are trying to trying to make as much money as possible with your investment. You also want to make sure that you're not in a position where you could lose it. Right. Good, you know, good point. We, we know that every 10 years, it looks like 10, 11 years, something happens in the world that sends the markets tumbling down. This time was the COVID, last time was the um, financial crisis, before that was the dot-com, that kind of stuff. So we know something happens. It's not a science, but we know something happens. So knowing that, what we should do um, is, you know, if we're in our late 50s and our 60s, Take a portion, if not all of our money, and put it in these GMWBs. Remember me talking a few shows ago or a few months ago? You know, take a portion of all of your money and put it in those guaranteed withdrawal uh, things, things, products. You can only get them through um, an insurance company. So, for example, if you're holding a mutual fund, uh, hold the same mutual fund within an insurance company, they guarantee you the principal. You have to hold on to it for a certain length of time, but at the end of the day, you can go to bed at night knowing that if the markets tumble down, I don't really have to worry too much. Um, you know, if I was to die, the markets, I put in 100000 and I died tomorrow, and the markets tumble down and I, I have 90000 well, my beneficiary gets the 100000 so look for those type of things and, you know, don't take too many things for granted. You pay a little bit of fee for that stuff, but nothing is cheap. And and people always have to remember, because I get this a lot, you know, fees, fees, fees. Uh, you really have to worry about your return. Returns are always net of fees. So, you know, you know, all these commercials, you know, um, about, you know, there's no fees and things like that. Well, it's not true. Um, you know, look into your portfolio and see that you're actually paying sometimes more fees than a regular wow. fund. Yeah. So I, I think you have to invest your money for you, not for the advisor. You know, and you have to know your risk. You have to want to know what's out there. Um, when you invest your money with banks, not to pick on banks, but they don't have these products available. They, they're, not, they're not licensed to sell them. Um, so if you're older, man, you better take a toll of your money and get some of these guaranteed things because the world's very bumpy as we go forward. It'll fix itself. But if you're 60 years old, you really want to put up with all this risk. Right. right? And so as you're you, approaching retirement, you sort of need mm -hmm. to be prepared for a risk. And, you know, all of us need to be prepared for a bit of a bumpy road. You know, we're talking mm -hmm. about ways to be prepared for the unexpected. Yes, the election is over, but it could still be challenged by Trump. Yeah. And, you know, it, we talked about how the Senate could sort of keep Biden from doing some of the things he really wants to do. But at the same right. time, they could hold him up from doing anything. And that's going to be an unexpected thing for the market as well. So you want to make sure that you've got these things done so that you are prepared for those things that we're, we can't possibly envision. Exactly. And, and, you know, and stay diversified. The one certain thing that we know is interest rates are going to be low for a long time. The Bank of Canada says, you know, they won't do anything until 2023, but that's probably going to be longer than that, I would think. The feds are going to leave rates where it is in the states. So we know 
when we know interest rates are low and going to stay low, we need to look at our portfolio and find out which stocks or which companies do well when interest rates are low and maybe shift your portfolio like that. Remember, for every seller, there's a buyer and every buyer, there's a seller. So when these volatility things are happening, somebody's but when the markets are going down, somebody's buying something and the rich gets richer. In fact, during this pandemic, the rich or the wealthy has gotten wealthier because what they do is they don't panic and they have a long-term view of their money. Most people manage their money backwards. They look in the rearview mirror, you know, the should have, could have guy, could have done this, should have done that. Well, I think, you know, in a new year coming, we should change our strategy and don't become one of those should have, could have guy. Figure out what you want, figure out your risk tolerance, you know, Chris, I know how I'm going to feel if I make 7%. But, man, how am I going to feel if I lose 7%? That's what you need yeah. to and, and, you know, don't worry about fees and elections and all these kind of crazy things. Because at the end of the day, it shows that over a 5- to 10-year period, you will do very well with your money. It seems like every 10 years, there's one really bad year and one really good year. And the rest of the years are okay, and that's where you make your return. So don't be emotional. Sit down and speak to your advisor. If you don't have an advisor, you know, go to my website or give me a quick call. We can have a quick chat on the phone. Um, our job as advisors is to coach you, like I said, coach you along with your money. Don't, don't tell you what to do. Educate you. So my job is to sit and educate you about money. And together, not to tell you what to do, but together we make decisions on how to protect your portfolio and how to double up your money in the years to come. That's pretty much all I do, nothing else. And you do a pretty good job at it. Kelvin is one of the top financial advisors in the country and that music means that it is time for us to go. This hour has flown by, Kelvin. I can't I know, believe man. it. Holy. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for shedding some light on all of this and helping us understand a little bit more on how to prepare our portfolio for the unexpected, how to navigate uh, the future that's coming up as we uh, round out the year here. And uh, we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks, Kelvin. Thanks again for doing this. Thank you. Have a nice day. And don't forget, you can reach Kelvin anytime by visiting his website. That's askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And you can call him at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Stay tuned to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.